Welcome back, everybody. It's time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. With the most innovative guy I know, the only guy I know who knows everybody, John Gutierrez. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your senior vice president, John Gutierrez. Thank you, Paul, and thank you, OC Talk Radio, for having us again. We have another special guest this week. Her name is Julie Castro. She is the economic development specialist and also downtown Santa Ana liaison and a professional development specialist, I guess you could say. And so we want to welcome what I like to call a community leader, Miss Julie Castro. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. What an honor. Thank you for having me very much. Well, we appreciate everything you guys are doing in downtown Santa Ana. We're going to get into all of that. Obviously, it's also OC Restaurant Week. And it's something that here at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, we're big in supporting our small businesses because we're all about that, right? And so I know you're going to talk about some of the restaurants that are participating in that in a bit. Oh, yes. I'll mention all the bells and whistles. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. But first and foremost, I just want to wish everybody listening to us a happy International Women's Day. Hey, hey. <laughs> you know, la mu- viva la mujer. Viva las mujeres. Yes. Right. Or viva las mujeres. Exactly. And so we want to make sure we touch bases on that note and wish everybody all the best. But here at the show, we like to start off because our show is also about mentorship and leadership and we do have a youth chamber that listens to us and we want to learn a little bit about you and how you got to this position into what you are doing today so can you share with us a little bit about you know who is julie castro where where she grew up and how did you end up in santa Ana? sure sure thank you again for having me on the show so a little bit about me julie castro right or julie castro depends on who i speak to uh but i grew up in santa Ana. i'm a homegrown local girl santanera santanera Yes. for life yes and so basically um, my parents uh, immigrated from Mexico and started a family and their goal like many others was to pave an American dream for themselves and for their children and I think that they were able to accomplish that and so I'm very grateful to my parents uh, but I grew up in Santa Ana I actually grew up on Logan Street one of the oldest barrios in the city and I went to all Santa Ana Unified schools. What schools? What schools? Can oh, we th- okay. Shout okay. out to the schools. Shout out to Century because we're hey, both hey. Centurions. We're all we're Centurions, right? <laughs> There's but a connection. Did you go to elementary Wait, but, school? But when were you at Century? Oh, I'm a lot oh, older. Okay, I'm not going to put you. Estoy on viejito. Like okay, Let's okay. not go into the years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Hoover Sierra and okay. Century High School, and then nice. I went to Santa Ana College, which is by far probably the best community college in the county i'm sorry everybody else this is just my personal bias shout out to santa Ana college and all the hard-working uh, staff administrators you know santa college is such a piece of heart of santa Ana, right okay. i know we know a lot of people in the community that are, that are involved there yeah one of the oldest community colleges was established in 1915 if you can believe that it's incredible really that community college has uh-huh you know, stood so long in, in our in our community. And um, so Santa Ana College from there, I transferred to Chapman University. Shout out to Chapman University. <laughs> we have a board member. 
member who's involved with us, Joe, who's at Chapman University. They're also big supporters mm. of like we're having a women's event, empowerment event that's happening there. I think it's next week. So they do a lot in the community for us too. They do. They do an exceptional school. So from there, actually, I started working for the city of Santa Ana when I was a junior at Chapman University. And I did an internship not knowing where it would lead. I did an internship as a youth counselor. So giving back to the community, you know, the city always helped me. I was in a summer youth program for the city and I have always wanted to work for the city of Santa Ana. So I came back, I was a youth counselor. And from there, it's just, it's progressed. I've been with the city for about going on 18 years. Wow. And I know I look, you know, I started when I was 12. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's great for our listeners and our youth chamber who listens to us. That's so key. We hear this a lot from people we interview on the show. You did an internship while you were in college and you transitioned into a career that now you've been in 18 years. 18 years. That yeah. says a lot. And I've made a career of it, right? It's mm -hmm. not a job. I get to give back to the community. And you're right. So Santa Ana Unified School District, Santa Ana College, Chapman, all these different institutions have paved the way to retain the folks that grow up in the community so that we look like us, we talk like us, we can give back and, you know, young people can really connect with people that they look like and talk like and feel like. So from there, I never left the city. Wow. I worked as a case manager for the youth programs and then I helped run the What's youth programs. What's a case manager, if you don't mind me asking yeah, that? Yeah, so we get to work with at-risk youth, okay. 16 to 24. Okay. And at-risk youth can mean, at promise, you know, can mean a whole lot of things. Barriers to employment, Substance abuse, foster care, um, you know, teen parents. Okay. The, the work. So, as a case manager, you're involved in the trenches of yeah. a lot of this. You basically plant seeds in these young people so that they know their potential and get the training that they need and inspire them to be productive and give back to their community because we all have the potential. It just takes, like many of us, right? Somebody to put you under their wing and believe in you and, and boost you up. So that's that's what that was my job. Wow. And, and how long did you do that? Yeah, I did youth work programs for about 10 years. And I got a lot of exposure to nonprofits, to businesses, to service learning communities and, and organizations like Orangewood and Olive Crest and yeah. Juvenile Hall. Yes. So, so we, we put ourselves out there in the community and we immersed the youth, connected them and helped them succeed. That was like the start of my work for the city. And fast forward, I had an opportunity to work for the mayor and the city council for several years. And that gave me a bird's eye view of the city and government and how politics work and policies. Whole different world. I mean, just you see it at a macro level, you know, where I before I was at a micro level working one on one with folks and with the mayor and the council, you get to provide services to the entire community or the entire region at a, at a really larger scale. And when you transitioned into that career, what would you say was has been the biggest impact for you that that just that you've learned, right, mm -hmm. in that career? Yeah, one of the one of the biggest eye openers was you can do anything you set your mind to as long as you work hard, you set goals, uh, whatever you can imagine you can come you can make come to fruition and as a Santa Ana native girl you kind of 
have frameworks that say, you know, I'm going to be a teacher, I'm going to be a fireman, or I'm going to be a doctor. But boy, there's so many different careers in between. And that's something that's been the most impactful is you can couple your education with entrepreneurship, with different careers. You don't have to stay in one one road the entire time of your life. You really can be versatile. It's interesting you mentioned entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. because as a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, we're always helping our small businesses, our entrepreneurs. And I know recently, uh, Ruben Franco, our president, along with the SBDC, and our chamber, we gave out uh, free, I think it was like 20 uh, new memberships to the small businesses down in 4th Street uh, at the 4th Street Market at the food hall. And so (laughs) that's something we try to do at the chamber because many of them are just starting off and I'm pretty sure you guys help them a lot, but we're just trying to give them more resources. What are you seeing, if you don't mind me jumping into that, what's going on, right? What's going on in downtown Santa Ana right now? Let's get the listeners excited because we know the trolley's being pretty much done, right? We're behind it now and now we're just moving forward on, on getting back to normality here. Share with our listeners what's going on down there. Oh my gosh, I love talking about Santa and I love talking about downtown especially because it's a gem. It's a gem. It's vibrant. It has so much. It's eclectic. It has so much to the downtown. And so I want to string in after being uh, the staff to the mayor and the council, I was a, I was uh, promoted to becoming an economic development specialist to oversee the downtown, to serve as the downtown liaison. And downtown Santa Ana, many people don't know, but there's over 600 businesses in the downtown. In that downtown area? Yes, what yes. is it, like a seven-block radius, would you say? Yeah, it's about eight blocks. Eight blocks, okay. And it goes from 1st Street to 5th Street and from... Parton to Mortimer. So people, you know, really just see 4th Street, Calle Cuatro as the downtown, but there's all the blocks around Surrounding it. Surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then, you're right, the streetcar is a huge highlight for our downtown. The construction has been a little bit challenging, but we're, you're right, we're, we're beyond that. We're moving forward, and hopefully next year the trolley will start and the streetcar will start, and we're expecting a lot of ridership. It'll start at the train station, and it'll end at um, Harbor and 17th Street right before Garden Grove or right at Garden Grove. Really? Yeah, yeah. So Harbor and 17th. That's right. That's, That's interesting because right. our event that we're doing tomorrow at uh, you know Bracken's Kitchen is over there on Harbor and 17th. Yep. And I kept telling people, that, so that so that's going to be the point from back. So this is to help bring people there, right, that's to the downtown correct. area. Yeah, it's it's a, just a few miles from John Wayne Airport to Santa Ana's train mm-hmm. station. Mm-hmm. So the goal is that people that commute and travel to Orange County can land in John Wayne, take an Uber, quick Uber to the train station and then just use the OC streetcar because it'll rove around the Civic Center, it'll rove around downtown, it'll get you to the next city and back and forth. It, it'll circulate every 10 to 15 minutes so people aren't having to wait. So that's one of the highlights. You know, The other highlight is the residents of the downtown. Okay. People that live and work in the downtown love, love that area. There's 3,000 residents approximately in the downtown area. Really? You know, where are they, right? There's wow. it's multi-levels, 99 historic buildings, mm-hmm. and um, the, one of the biggest vibrant components of downtown is the Artist Village. There's the Centora building that has numerous artists, the Grand Central Arts Center that has resident artists from Cal State Fullerton, and every month, on the first Saturday of every month, we have an art walk. 
Really? That's and I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Four thousand people show up to this art walk every first Saturday. Wow. And and the community is welcome to attend. It's free. It's amazing. The gallery's open. They have music. There's little appetizers. It's like you just go hang out. You just go hang have out. Have a good time. You, Walk, talk, eat. What look time at some is usually art. does it start? Just so for our listeners. Yeah, it's uh, every first Saturday from six p.m. to ten p.m. Six to ten p.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's You'll get to, get to meet the artist in person. And That's great. Yeah, we put out music and boots and shout out to the Frida Cinema who is now taking over the art walk and they have really pushing it forward to make it a really a big success. Man, we should do like a downtown Santa Ana, like Walk of Stars, like they do in Hollywood. Okay. We should start putting stars there, huh? We should. That's a great <laughs> idea. I like that. I always thinking like an entrepreneur, right? Well, make sure to put your star down too, okay, hey, John? I want a star in downtown Santa Ana. <laughs> as, star. as a kid growing up in Santana, downtown Santa Ana was dear to my heart. A lot of my tios and tias and parents, we would always go down there and hang out. And it was something that we really enjoyed. So to see it coming back... Yeah. again in a whole different spectrum and, and all the changes kudos to you and everybody else and the team share with us a little bit about I know you have a list of some of the businesses here that we want to make sure we highlight share with us some of the highlights and then we'll go into some of the events coming up also that's very important because there's a lot of really cool events happening in downtown San Adam Yes, yes. So there's OC Restaurant Week. Maybe we can start there. Let's go there. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so excited. We have 11 restaurants okay. participating in Restaurant Week. Wow. All from downtown Santa Ana. There's other restaurants that are citywide. And I want to highlight a few. And the reason why they're participating is because they're having like specials. They're right? having specials. Just want to make sure our listeners understand that. They want to market their business mm -hmm. and they're really good food or drinks. Okay. So this, if you haven't been to downtown Santa Ana and you want to try something new, this is the time to go because you're going to get the best deal. They're going to show their best colors. And there's a lot of options. There's 11 restaurants participating. And who are they? So Chapter One, you know, it's on the corner of 3rd and Broadway. And then there's Chato's Bar and Grill, Congregation Ale House. If those of you guys are a little more health conscious, the okay. Daily Kombucha. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's... The world famous Gus's world famous fried chicken. If you haven't tried it, you I've must. never had that. Okay, <laughs> it's like chicharron meets fried chicken. Really? Listen, if I can't, you know, you got to try it. <laughs> wow, I got to take the wife and kids there. We love fried chicken. Yes, that's some good soul food there. <laughs> yes, and then um, you know a more common one like pizza press or those of you that like um, the worst house. You know, some German sausage and beer. Nice. Do you know. And there's other restaurants like Lola Gaspar that have just stellar drinks, really good, authentic Mexican food. And, um, you know, all these 11 restaurants would be pleased to have and invite, you know, bring the more the merrier. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome because OC Restaurant Week is a great week that we feature a lot of our restaurants that are part of our chamber. Like... Villa Roma, right? Um, that are part of that also yeah. from our spectrum. Um, we got Perlas, who's involved with us as a chamber, Cafe Cultura, who was just here a couple of days ago. You know, we like to support those small businesses. And one of our longtime uh, members and advisor, part of our advisory board, is Teresa's Jewelry in okay. downtown Santa Ana. You know Teresa, of course. I do. We shout do. out to them. Shout out to Teresa. We grew up in the same neighborhood. And so to see another local really? girl no way. grow up, like, wait, you're from that neighborhood? I'm from that neighborhood? And we're working both in downtown you know, 
a lot of people used to grow up in Santa Ana and go away. Yes, yeah. And now what we're seeing is people are growing up in Santa Ana and staying. That's great. Becoming entrepreneurs, setting up shop. I mean, the fellas from Cafe Cultura are a testament to that, Teresa's Jewelers. Yeah, Teresa's Jewelers, man. Uh, I got to tell you, I went there to buy some stuff. In fact, the watch I'm wearing right now, mm-hmm. a lot of people compliment it. I went in there to buy my <laughs> wife some stuff, some rings. And, stuff, and then I, I ended up falling in love with this watch. Now it's my favorite watch. And so... Again, you have quality businesses that we need to support, that we should be down there. Nothing against, you know, big corporation, big businesses, but it's so great to, you know, economic development-wise, invest the money, bring the money back to that city, right? Even though I live in Irvine, I spend a lot of money in downtown Santa Ana. I I go to eat there. I I go visit my in-laws behind El Toro. I go to El Toro Meat Market, right? So I'm always in Santana because of the food, right? The the culture. Share with me a little bit, now that we're going into the culture, the highlights that are coming up because we have a lot of big events happening in downtown Santa Ana, right? Huge, huge. And and just to wrap up on the business side, there's a lot of other professional services that most people overlook. You know, folks want to go to downtown Santa Ana for the nightlife, for the restaurants, for the cocktails, for the retail shops. But I want to make sure that everybody knows there's professional services, architect firms, construction firms, there's tax preparation. And I want to also make sure that I highlight that downtown Santa Ana is the only city in the entire county that has over a dozen bridal and quinceanera shops. I mean, we can't compete with downtown LA, but if you don't want to make that drive, downtown Santa Ana has all the services and needs and salons and stuff. I have a quick story about that, okay. if I may share. Yeah. My, our friend John Amador that we hang out with, it was this was like during the, right after the pandemic, we were getting ready for Estrella Awards, our big gala. You know, this year it's going to be April 22nd. And we were trying to find some shirts to wear under our tuxedo or something. And so we went to a lot of places and this is coming out of the pandemic. A lot of people didn't have a lot of the stuff. And I said, John, let's go to downtown Santa Ana, 4th Street. La Cuatro. And we went to La Cuatro mm-hmm. and we went to all these like bridal and I was able to find a shirt. I think John did too. We were able to find a shirt at one of these places. And I told John, you see, and I want to highlight this because the shirt was literally half the price that we were getting quoted at some other places we went to. And so great prices, great service. And again, we're supporting our local community. That's the way to go. You, You know, we're so quick to shop online and it's very convenient, but I want to encourage everyone to Support your local business owner because it is your tia, your tío, your cousin. These folks are business owners um, just like everybody else. And in the city of Santa Ana, we have slightly over 30,000 businesses, most mom and pop, small businesses. Of course, we have some bigger corporations and such, but 30,000 and we em- those companies employ over 150,000 people in our city. Wow. So yeah. we want to make sure that we keep that ecosystem going and, and the economics going. Um, our city has been around for a lot, a lot of years, over 153 years, 54 years. Don't quote me on my math, but it was established in 1869. So look, Santa Ana's not going anywhere. We're just going to get better. Well, let me tell you, Yost Theater has a big history in our family. Okay. My brother-in-law and uh, many of his family members worked at Yost Theater when they were like in high school. Okay. And, um, and the Olivos family, who were yes. the original owners, uh, their son, Orlando Olivos, played football with me at, in, at Century That's in amazing. high school. And so the connection there, when I go to like the Yost Theater today, even though it's now owned by other people, right? 
it just I see the name and it just like it brings me back to my childhood days, right? right? When we used to hang out over there. And and so yes, to your point, there's a lot of history there with a lot of Santaneros like like us, right? That's right. Um, do you want to go into the highlights I now? I do, I of, do. I'm of, sorry that got No, it's okay. It's okay cuz cuz I we have a lot of fun and I know it's a 30 minute show and Paul starts giving me that that stinky eye like, "Hey, you only have 5 7 minutes left." But I want to make sure that <laughs> look at Paul laughing over there. He's like, "I got you." He can't you. help himself. <laughs> so, I want to make sure we highlight because I know there's a lot of great events that happen down there like yes. the Pozole Fest, right? The Tamale Fest, mm-hmm. right? That's right. And those are put on by the Downtown Santa Ana Committee or organization? Sure. So a lot of events happen and most of these events are private event organizers that are volunteers. So the Tamale Fest that happens in December, mm-hmm. that is a business owner that took the initiative, wanted to help other businesses and said, hey, let's do a Tamale Fest and said, are you in, are you in, are you in, let's make tamales, and guess what, the first year sold out in two hours. And it again, was incredible. that gentleman is Eddie Quiares, longtime friend of ours, part of our chamber, was very involved in the, I think the beginning of all of our youth chamber, and so congratulations to him and his team and his group, because let me tell you, that tamale fest, I mean, this last one, I think, was it 15,000 people attended or something like that? It was up there. Those numbers continue to grow. And, you know, it's interesting, the folks that come out to buy the tamales, right? It's South County folks. It's L.A. folks. It's people from the government offices and the Civic Center. It's, you know, they buy them by the dozens. It's the holiday season. So yeah, it's appropriate. Yeah. But there's all types. Yeah. I remember somebody said, yeah, yeah, like tamales de mole. De mole. De todo. Oaxaca, Salvadorian. Yeah, just different types. And food brings people together. Culture brings people together. And that's what downtown is about. It's a place where we welcome all walks of life, which is a perfect segue to talk about the OC Pride Parade and Festival. That's right. Yeah. And when is that? That's coming up? That's coming up Saturday, June 24th. Okay. Will be the uh, Pride Parade and Festival. And so literally we have the the best parade it's it's beautiful it's colorful people are happy and it's a good route there's floats it, it's gorgeous it's family friendly what time is that from so the the parade starts at 10 a.m okay and then the event starts at 12 and there's entertainment booths food education nice um you know just uh, guest speakers keynote speakers and shout out to oc pride for organizing that it's a a lot of work to put on a parade and people oh, yeah. just think that you know it just happens, but there's a lot. That a lot goes of logistics. Into it. A, a lot, lot of, of logistics. logistics. Yeah. But not only that, it drives business to those businesses there, right? And it brings awareness and sensitivity to a stigma or a group of folks that you know um, really just want to live and and be loved and like everybody else. So of course, yeah. So downtown center is home to the Pride Parade and Festival. There's a couple of other events that I want to talk about. Sure. Is the Blading Cup. So people are like, what is this? It's yeah, kind of like is that? the World Cup, right? Except this is for skateboard and for roller skating. What? Yes. So Okay, I got to let my son know about the skateboard. There's ramps and tricks and, you know, jumping and it gets jam-packed. It's a three-day event and that will start April 29th. And that's like, so you have professional uh, skateboarders and all that? And it's a full-on tournament and competition. We get people from Australia, from France. Anybody can enter it? Uh, Well, you have to register and and, and make sure that you, 
you know, are worthy of competing. And yes. You compete, and it's also family-friendly event. So. Well, I'm a '90s kid, '80s, '90s okay. kids, and I remember growing up the GT performers, okay. the skateboarders. Did you, you know? rollerblade though? No, no, no. Roller I never. Skate? I, 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 I did more. <laughs> I did roller skate like once as a kid with like my sister that we had roller skates. Back then, having roller skates was like you had money because it was so hard to get a hold of them, yeah. you know. And we had those like old roller skates that you like they're like really tight on you, you know. Um, so I, I I tried the skateboard thing that was kind, but I used to love the whole bikes, you know, the GT performers, the yeah. Diamondbacks. Yeah, I, I hear now those are super expensive. So that's awesome because that resonates with a certain generation that that started like in the eighties and nineties, right? It, it brings so many folks together. That's great. It's a three day event. Most events are one day. This one is three. Three days. Three days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And again, what was that date? Yeah. Blading Cup, April 29th. April 29th. Mm -hmm. So next month. Yeah. Next month. That's wow. right. At the end of next month. Oh boy, time is flying. Okay. So you already spoke about Tamale Festival. That one's in December. And then we also have Dancing in the Streets. What? What? I know. Dancing like, in the Streets. You literally picture like New York, people dancing salsa and like bachata. Fame? With like the, Kind of like fame? You know... It's so cool. We do bachata, salsa, what? and we That's have cool. an instructor. And shout out to Santa Ana Business Council for coming up with this concept and, and delivering this multiple times per month. So it's wow. on the first Saturday and the third Saturday, and it's dancing in the street. So we'll have it at the plaza and we'll have it in the callejon, uh, which is an alley. Mm -hmm. And it's protected, don't worry. <laughs> And we have a professional dancer That's cool. that does free lessons for the first hour. And then it's so cool to watch everybody twist and turn and dance and you know it's it's a very safe environment people aren't there being weird or anything they're just there to dance because they love to dance so dancing in the streets is fantastic um every thursday at 7 p.m okay we have a group that's called keep running santa Ana. it's so low-key you show up you stretch and you run as a group you go through downtown, you come through the back into the downtown, and then everybody goes and grabs a bite to eat at a different business throughout the downtown. No so way. That's interesting. You're healthy, you're fit, you're community, and then you support your local business. It's really that's, cool. That's really cool because I actually had a gentleman reach out to me last night, a psychologist who is in downtown Santa Ana area over there okay. by the by the courthouse or something, by the city hall. And I don't know if he's involved in this, but we talked briefly last night. The running aspect helps a lot with mental health. Absolutely. He was telling me this, right? He's like, this is why we do the running because it helps so much with mental health. And of course, him being a, a doctor psychologist, this is something he incorporated as part of therapy. And so that's great that you're doing that because it helps us in so many ways. Yeah, and these are all organizers that just took initiative. So if there's people out there with an idea, let's chat, let's talk, and let's put it into motion because everything is possible in downtown. Never a dull moment in that in that area. Um, let's see. There's also live music from B&B &B Music Studios um, every month, and it's a live band. It's free. Anybody can participate and listen and enjoy. And then there's yoga at the plaza. It's also free. When you say at the plaza, mm -hmm. for people that haven't oh, been yeah. to downtown, where is that? Where's the plaza? Yeah, the plaza is an iconic little location at the entry point of downtown Santa Ana, which is on 4th 
and French. Okay. And so it's, it's... It's that little corner that... Corner. That if you drive in, I always see sometimes, like you said, people dancing, mariachi or something. Always There's it. always something going on in that little corner. Correct. That's it. That's, That's our Plaza Calle Cuatro. And some of the other highlights for downtown is we have, you know, a beautiful Birch Park. And we have two promenades, the Spurgeon Promenade and the uh, Second Street Promenade where the Artist Village is. And um, one of the things that I wanted to make sure that our listeners know about is the commercial kitchen that's available inside fourth street market that's right so this isn't just for professional caterers this is for up-and-coming new entrepreneurs that want to start their business or for the tia and the comadre and the madrina that need to cater for their quinceanera or for the wedding they can rent the commercial kitchen with all the bells and whistles it's completely modernized where do they go to do that like yeah. if i'm the person who wants to do that is there a website they go to or somewhere they go to where do they go find this absolutely they just visit fourth street market on their website or go in person okay and it's always being utilized you can use all the equipment and such and it's a great entrepreneurship or a resource and that's where you enter the food hall i've seen it on the right 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 mm-hmm. it's really cool i've seen the whole kitchen and i see people making that plays such a huge role. I know that somebody I knew was doing like the prepping of food for like meal fitness preps. people, meal That's preps. Right. That's right. And they utilized it. And I thought that was really cool because they were having a hard time as their business was kind of growing, doing it out of their house, right? So that's, Correct. Yeah. that's awesome. And, you know, as you, sometimes starting off in your home kitchen works out, and then as you grow, the county healthcare agency expects you to have a certain level of standards and such. So this commercial kitchen meets all those standards and it's very affordable. And that is put on by downtown Santa Ana, that kitchen? So, you know, a little shout out to um, Ryan Chase who had this vision of a food hall and then incorporated the commercial kitchen, incubator kitchen. That idea was basically to help support and sustain businesses. So that, that was the goal. Well, shout out to him. Yeah. That is great because that helps provide resources and support, right? That's right. Uh, to the community. We've got a, about a one or two minute. He's okay. giving me the, the look already, Paul. <laughs> that went so fast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I told you. It goes by fast, you know. But we've co- we've covered a lot of good information um, from downtown Fort Street. Any other events or things we want to make sure we feature so we don't forget? Because I think it's important. This video, share with your friends. Let people know that are starting a business or they want to go downtown and, and open a business, right? That's right. They There's opportunity there. Me. I can help them with the business startup or tenant improvements. There's one more event that I forgot to mention, John, just really quick. Sure, sure. It's called Viva La Vida. Okay. And it's Day of the Dead, Noche de Altares. That's right. November. It's that is huge. such a great event. It's an amazing event. The yes. altar. So that one's a good one. It'll be the first Saturday in November. And, um, you know, we attract about 10,000 people oh, to that that's one. That's a great event. My wife and I go to that often. My brother-in-law and they put the whole altars and it's beautiful and it a lot beautiful. of candles right everywhere and it's it, nighttime is just a beautiful event yeah it's good homage to those loved ones that have passed away um i just want to thank you personally having me on your show i want to also thank my team at the city you know my my supervisor mark morley and for his support and of course a huge shout out and a, a big invitation to anybody that wants to come to downtown Santa Ana. It's a vibrant place. There's everything there that you need and has a great nightlife. And I will say for everybody that uses that excuse of there's no parking, there's a <laughs> lot of parking and parking structures, right? There's almost 2000 parking spaces in those structures. 
you know, and it's really low parking rates. It's a dollar fifty an hour, and we, the city, actually offers two hours free parking on the weekends and in the evenings. But it's free during the day, Monday through Friday. It's free parking. That's important. I mean, maybe a lot of people don't know yeah, that. Yeah, come on out. There's no more charges. <laughs> Seven a.m. to five p.m. Parking is free. Well, thank you for all you do. Thank, thank you to your team, the city. The other side is. Good. We really appreciate it. Um, we're gonna take Paul down there one of these days, try out some of the food. Um, and again, folks, please go out support downtown Santa Fourth Street, and of course the businesses within the surrounding area, uh, because it's important we support. Uh, our community and the businesses which is what we're about here at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce so Julie thank you so much for being here we really appreciate it yes Paul talk about uh, some of the other cool things you didn't talk about like uh, the Frida theater I love oh, going yeah. to the Frida theater oh you got some really well you're the one giving us there. the eye like we gotta <laughs> go <laughs> but you didn't give some okay, of my let's, favorite real things. quick okay. yeah so the Frida theater is a nonprofit organization they play all these like classic movies you know ghostbusters and I, I i'm not i'm not gonna i'm gonna butcher this but logan crow has done a, a stellar job with revitalizing wild the movies stuff you don't see anywhere old stuff crazy stuff <laughs> weird stuff it's throwback movie theater it's see, like only paul would bring that up see he's on weird pop, stuff pop old stuff oh and yeah. they they sell alcohol now so they oh, were approved they? i didn't know yeah. look at paul do they oh, wow watch okay. a movie that's <laughs> right he's a there. michigan man so he likes his whiskey <laughs> Whiskey. That's I whiskey. think they have their liquor license. Or beer, yeah. <laughs> well, that is great. And, and, and again, they can go to what website if they want to get more information? Sure. So they can go to the City of Santa Ana website and, you know, search downtown Santa Ana. Or they can follow us on Instagram. We have a DTSA or downtown Santa Ana handle. Okay. And um, or they can reach out to me. I'm the walking, talking concierge. Literally. Yes. You, What do you need? I will get you there and I'll put you right in front of the owner or the manager. Leave a comment if you wish on wherever you're listening to us, uh, wherever you're watching us and we will try to get back to you if you want to get a hold of, of julie here of course and and i just want to thank everybody who listens to us every week and i want to thank you julie again for being here and continue all that you're doing and any way we can support you here at the orange county hispanic chamber of commerce just know we're here to support okay yeah he's this all right folks well there you <laughs> have you. it thank you for listening to our community podcast show powered by the orange county hispanic chamber of commerce we will see you again next week Paul, take it away, senor. Well, there you have it. One more reason to tune in each and every time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center.